Proverbs 12.10 says, The godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. Mm. They care for their animals. Um, and, yeah, anyway. Does that mean that when I'm, um, I'm fussing at my dog and I'm saying words <laughs> I, that he doesn't understand that, that I'm being cruel? Well, I don't know. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. All right, Dave. Yeah, well, you got something from the hopper? I do. Uh, the, a stewardship of God's creation. Yes, in environmentalism okay, yeah, good. or creation care. There's all different ways to talk about it. But it seems to me that Christians have, have uh, are just all over the map on this. Yeah. And I don't, in some sense, I don't quite understand that. Do you have any idea why we got Christians? I think are... it, just like everything else, it's, it's kind of been lumped into a political spectrum. Yeah. And people, as we've mentioned here before, they, they join in with a narrative. They pick yeah. a side. They hold to that side with yeah. all of its idiosyncrasies yeah. instead of a thinking of each topic individually yeah. and saying, okay, I agree with this. I disagree with that. They kind of fall into a, a camp. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of, of uh, positions that you got to take if you're going to be right. a part of... You know, yeah. some organization or some group. Yeah. yeah so the super conservatives, uh, yeah. I don't know why this is, yeah. um, but they, they feel that recycling is some sort of uh, gamut or. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I know that some people say, oh, we don't want to protect some frog uh, and lose lumberjack's jobs right, or sure. protect some owl. Yeah. Um, we want people to have good paying jobs and flourish in their industries. Uh, that, those are the kinds of arguments that I've heard. Sure, sure. That is certainly that's there's something to that for sure. But it also reminds me, especially with the very very conservative people and the, and the kind of lumping like that whole conservative, um, you know, uh, all the positions that you kind of have to adopt in order to right. be a, a good card carrying conservative. Right. Um, that evangelicalism, for almost its entire. Um, form in the United States has always been very tightly bound with big business. Yeah. Just always. And right. And so that, you know, not, we, we're going to slow down the economy. Um, that's, that's an immediate, like, okay, then that's an immoral thing of, to slow down the economy. Right. Right. And, and I have liberal Christian friends we talked sure, about. Sure, sure, sure. And, and their point to that is it, when you have a big government, at least yeah. you can vote. Right. Um, and, and have a voice or some sure, power sure. control in some form over that government. You can replace that government and so forth. Whereas if your lives are run by big business, yeah, uh, right. who holds them accountable? Right. Big right. business can, can bend your back over a barrel. Yeah. And, and we've got a lot to talk about there. And I, we can throw topics in the hopper. Let's put that in the hopper. There's yeah. a bunch of topics here. That's a hot one. Let's, let's bring this, I want to bring us back to yeah. environmentalism and creation care. Okay, one of the big problems, I think, with a lot of American Christians is a misunderstanding of Genesis chapter 1, where God tells people to, uh, tells Adam and Eve, and then um, 
through them, all of us, that we are supposed to subdue creation and have dominion over it. Right. And that word dominion, I think, really trips people up. I think there's a sense that, I, I think a wrong sense, but I've heard people make this argument, that that means that we can do whatever we want to. It is it is ours yeah, to how, dominate. How odd, because it, it seems that that word means exactly the opposite to me. I completely agree. Yeah. You have yeah. a responsibility to take care. Exactly. It's yep. dominion like a king's dominion. That right. doesn't mean the king can abuse his subjects. It's dominion like um, like we have dominion over our children. And we don't abuse them. We try to help them to flourish and to become who mm. God has made them to be. Yeah. I think that's the idea that God is giving to um, Adam and Eve and all of mankind then. Um, dominion in that way to flourish right. creation. And what, yeah. what other misconceptions have you heard? Yeah, so another misconception about, the, theologically, um, that I think is a misunderstanding, is that the world is going to end, Jesus is going to come back, so why polish the brass on yeah, a sinking ship? Yeah, it's all going to burn. It's all going to burn. Yeah, right, right. So what's the point? This is all, right. this is an evil world that's just going to go away. Um you take that one. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that could be a, a discussion for the hopper as it well. It should say it briefly, um, though. Yeah, so so briefly, we just like Noah's flood didn't yeah. destroy this earth. That's right. Um, we you know when it says that the the elements will melt with intense heat and yeah. uh, it'll be purified by fire. I mean, you and I hold to a view that that there's going to be some continuity of some kind. Absolutely. Yeah, that that this the new heavens and the new earth is not going to be otherworldly. That's right. Um it's it's going to be somewhat familiar. Of course it will be better and and it, it we're only looking through a glass dimly. Sure. Um but we hold to this idea that God is going to uh to conquer the earth and the last enemy is death. Yes. And that um there will be a purification but there's not going to be this complete destruction yeah, yeah. of the earth. And that's the standard view of basically almost all Christians throughout church history until fairly recently in the United States. Mm. Another way to say it is that in the Revelation, in the in the book of Revelation, what we have is uh, the, the, the proclamation that God is going to make all things new, not that he's going to make all new things. Right. And there's a big difference between those. And so if he's going to make all things new, then this is the world that we're going to live in forever. And and we need to live in it sustainably. Yes. Because we're going to be here forever. Right. Uh, G.K. Chesterton it wrote in his books, Orthodoxy. Do you know who, who G.K. Chesterton is? Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's just a wonderful theologian and just a smart thinker in England, um, back uh, contemporary with C.S. Lewis and, and right. that sort of thing. He talked about, so th- this is not, um, it's not the, uh, he's not commenting on global warming or any of that kind of stuff, because this is long before that. Right. But he says this, the essence of all pantheism, evolutionism, and modern cosmic religion is really in this proposition, that nature is our mother. Unfortunately, if you regard nature as a mother, you discover that she's actually a stepmother. The main point of Christianity was this, that nature is not our mother. Nature is our sister. We can be proud of her beauty since we had the same father, but she has no authority over us. We have to admire, but not imitate. And this gives to the typically Christian pleasure in this earth a strange touch of lightness that's almost frivolity. 
Nature was a solemn mother to the worshippers of Isis and Sybil. Nature was a solemn mother to the Wordsworth or to Emerson, but nature is not solemn to Francis of Assisi or to George Herbert. To St. Francis, nature is a sister and even a younger sister, a little dancing sister, to be laughed at as well as loved. I love that picture. Hmm. I see that you're confused by that. That nature's not our mother. It. Mm-hmm. It's not mother nature. It's a sister who comes from the same father, and we can enjoy her company and take care of her and even nurture her at times, but she's she's not our mother. She's not someone to bow down to. Right. Yeah, definitely not to bow down to. Yeah. Um, and I guess the part that I was pondering is that we are made up of the basic elements that are found in the dirt. Well, that's right? true. Yeah, and we, we are from the dust, and so the, to the dust we will return. Yes. Um, and we are... Uh, our bodies are full of of little organisms from the yes. dirt. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, so we're we're part of this orb. We're part of this earth. You know, we we are creatures, and this realm is the creation. Sure. And so we are so intimately linked. Yeah. Um. And and therefore we need to. Uh. You know. And and creation takes care of us by by God's providence. Yes. And we need to take care of of creation. Yeah. And so I feel like we're. We're highly um, organized sulfur and carbon and hydrogen. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, I see what you're... Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's where I think that the analogy lacks. I think what he's trying to get at, though, is that um, nature is not above us so that we bow down right. to her or try to become one with nature or something. Right. Um, nor is she below us, so, you know, someone or something to... Um, be abused. T- to be abused and that is there to uh, yeah. only to meet my needs, whatever they happen to be. Right. But rather an, an equal, a sister, and then maybe even a, a little sister, but someone who can, uh, that that I can play with and someone that I can enjoy and nurture, but has rights of her own uh-huh. that I need to respect. Yeah. I think that I, I stumbled a little bit on the little sister too, just because um, I want Maybe uh, the analogy to have more uh, gravitas, you know, yeah. that nature have more respect. Not mm. that we don't, you know, I I, I respect all people, but sure. um, creation maybe there's some there needs more yeah. weightiness. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, greater respect. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember listening to Tim Keller talk about this. He he had a different analogy, um, and he said that that God made human beings to be gardeners originally. Right. Have you heard him talk about this? I've heard this before. I don't yeah. know if it was from Keller. But. So made us to be gardeners, um, which is not forest rangers that just kind of let everything grow wild and like whatever's going to be will be. Right. And there it is. But it's also not pillagers or conquistadors that we're going to come in and, and you know, this is all uh, yeah. to be used for my own personal pleasure. Like the Lorax. The Lorax, right. Yeah. Not that. But a gardener. Well, a gardener... Um, Changes things for yeah. sure, big brings time. Brings order out of chaos. Brings and... order out of chaos and makes the flowers more flowerish and makes the cows, uh, you know, gives the cows an opportunity to be more cowish. Yeah. Allows everything to prosper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it needs a gardener to do that. It won't do that on its own. Right. And that's the dominion piece, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're the husbandmen. That's right. Yeah. The one who makes things grow. You know, yeah. we, we're to uh, we're to cultivate and yeah. to work the ground and to take what he has given us, right, 
and and make it flourish. Yeah. And in that way, we get to share in his work. We get to share in his glory and his creative purposes. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're reflecting his image in that way. Yeah, right. That to, to garden, to, to subdue, and to uh, discover... Yeah. Uh, to do science, yeah. to you know, the, all that is is part of a of our rich um, uh, privilege and heritage as yeah. as children of God. So how are so that's the theory of it. How are how are you putting this into practice? Yeah, so you know, we we've been recycling for a long, long time, sure, trying to yeah. take care of, of material. Yes, um, that that we use, and then we don't want to just go in the ground. It's so important, um, or and, into the ocean, right? A lot of just, it does. Yeah, in the ocean, um, and so we've been we've been doing that for a long, long time. Yeah, of, sure. Of course, here recently they've stopped recycling. That's right. And I don't know what to do with that. Right. Um, and and I told my wife we need to. We need to have some discussion about how this affects our life. How this, yes. And I've, I've been told, oh, you know, a lot of the recycling, they don't recycle anyway. Right, um, and right. I don't know what's true anymore about those things. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're telling me to recycle and, they're, and I believe that they're going to do something beneficial, then I'll do it. Yeah, right? Cause, sure. Because yeah. I want to take care. Yes. Um, and we have this, we have all these materials now. It's almost like a, the, the material revolution. Right. right? As, as scientists discover how to, to uh, alter different uh, carbon atoms. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so we have all these products. Yeah. And, and that's, that's good. That's part of our subduing. Sure. But if we're, we're creating things that never go away, that we can't repurpose, Mm-hmm. We can't reuse. Then this is a destructive habit. Yeah, yeah. And we need to have laws about that. We Absolutely. need to have concern, like a general consensus, to say yes. we need to take care of this world. That's right. And you're right. A lot of Christians feel like it's just gonna it's just gonna burn up anyway. So right. what's the point? Yeah, uh, I just don't understand that at all. I don't. To either. me, that's a little bit like saying, "Oh, I'm engaged to this girl, but we're not married yet, so I'm going to abuse her until we get married. Then everything's right. going to be okay." Right. Like, no, that's not... Yeah, like, you don't know when that's going to happen. Right. Now, what if that's uh, two million years from now? Right. Yeah, and, and so you're just going to keep abusing the planet. But even so, um, okay, to, even if it happens even if it happens tomorrow, like, I know that the will of God our Father is for us to live in this world sustainable. I know that when we live in the new heavens and the new earth, when things are going to be the way that we will live sustainably, so we should be pushing more toward that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like taking care of your body yeah, is important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, using your money wisely and for good purposes yeah. is important. Like it's just stewardship, right? And that includes the materials and the products that we're mining and using. Um, and we need to. We, it has to be sustainable. It, it needs has to be to, sustainable. Things have to be reused. We don't want products. I mean, there there are. I've just read an article about chemicals that have been made that we can't uh, get rid of. Right. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this. Uh, Maybe a topic for the hopper, but. Uh, the sterilization rate of particularly men is increasing, is that and right? someone has done a study that it's only a matter of time before we can no longer reproduce. Wow! Because of the amount of chemicals that we have made that cannot be undone. See, that's that's terrible. I didn't and know about that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. You know, I, of course, you know, when I read articles, I'm skimming. I'm, yeah, sure, I, sure, yeah, sure. I, I like to skim things, um, but that's one I really need to. I'm going to look into. Okay. Because if Bring that's that true, yeah. that that is serious, yeah. right? I mean, we we we're destroying our bodies and our ab- ability to reproduce, yeah, and and our desire, really market driven desire. It's market driven, yeah, yeah, for products, for consumerism. 
it, we are we when we're consuming, we are taking things in and yes. throwing this waste. And where are we building? Where are we developing right. and cultivating and being that gardener that's making other things grow? Yes. Being a producer of some yes. kind. Yes. We're just constantly consuming and that it's all market driven, greed driven, idolatry driven. Completely. And we're just destroying ourselves. Yeah. And then and then Christians embarrassingly try to argue that that's a good thing. Right. Yeah, I just don't understand that a bit. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, I'm pretty hypocritical about this because I, I yeah. know I don't live sustainably. Yeah. Although I tell you, I've been pushing more and more. Catherine and I have been mm-hmm. on a decades-long journey of where we are constantly trying to reduce, reuse, recycle. You're right. The recycling is a something that just doesn't happen anymore. Um, she still very faithfully takes our recycling to the one recycling center in Bowling Green. I don't know if it's any good or not. Yeah. I mean, if that actually makes a difference for the planet. Yeah. But, um, I hope that it does, but it, I, I think that it may not. Yeah. Um, but I know that we we can reduce our like trash and right. you know especially plastics and that kind of stuff. And we've been working really hard to do that. We don't really we don't have any uh, paper towels in the house. We haven't in a long time. You know uh-huh. those kinds of things. Yeah. So I I was just telling my wife the other day that we we use too many paper products. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she agrees. And she she's actually spearheaded this more in our family than I have. Okay. And she's made us all get. Water bottles yes, yes, that we yes, can yes. refill, and, right. and we have long since stopped buying water bottles yeah, and plastic sure. bottles. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, if I'm I'm driving somewhere and I need to drink, I may buy one. Yep, and, yep. and I, me too. And then it goes right in the trash. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, and it, it's hard, it's difficult. We used it's to recycle really the bags that you get your groceries in. Yeah. Well, if they're not recycling them anymore, I guess we'll start using, um, you know, we have bags. Yeah. I, I have grocery bags that right. we can reuse. Yeah. We'll just start taking them. But I've got to get in the habit. We used to use um, uh, regular grocery, uh, um, you know, reusable grocery bags all the time. And we don't anymore. We've got another habit. I'm not sure why. That, yeah. I'm glad you said that because we need to get back into that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, we, all of us, I think, need to be constantly pushing because none of us in America, I don't think, live sustainably. And right. we can, but we need to move more that direction. Yeah. You know, another part of this, Yeah, I don't understand why some people are opposed to us setting aside land for national parks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, would, I love national parks. I love having big, vast areas of natural beauty that's not yeah. going to be destroyed by, by industry. Yeah. Um, and it, do you know any of the arguments why people are opposed to that? Is it no, I don't having know. to do with taxes or well, revenue or anything? The national forests; those are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't, I don't, and I don't know the, exactly the difference. But yeah, there's a. But I mean, no, I don't know. Yeah, we need to get some super conservative in here to 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 tell us why they hold these views. Right. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> conservative. It depends on what you mean by conservative. I guess politically conservative, but I think of myself as a conservative, and I don't know how you can defend this stuff from Scripture. Yeah. Right? Scripture, um, let me give you, throw out a couple more verses yeah. for you to just to give a flavor of the way Scripture thinks about creation. Proverbs twelve ten says, The godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. Mm. They care for their animals. 
Um, and yeah, anyway, does that mean that when I'm, um, I'm fussing at my dog and I'm saying words <laughs> I, that he doesn't understand that, that I'm being cruel? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, he's wagging his tail. He's happy. He's happy. You know, okay. Hey, that's you're fine. so dumb. I'm so glad. So yeah. let me ask you this. Do you feed him? I do. Do you give them a safe place? I to, feed and them. Place to... They're they're well cared for. Believe me, they're that, spoiled. Yeah. Th- let me tell you, Proverbs twelve is not talking about pets. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Proverbs twelve is talking about big, massive chicken ranches, where yeah. they can't stand up because right. That okay. That's not caring for animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't stand up because they are so heavy. The the you know they've been genetically modified so that their uh, you know the chicken breasts are so heavy that their legs can't stand yeah well i'll keep mocking my dogs then you can keep mocking your dogs yeah. that's fine good what about deuteronomy 20 uh 19 what, this is such a bizarre law this is in the middle of the law section of yeah. deuteronomy right this is a bizarre law that has to do with war i don't want to get into war right now because that's right. a that's a, a, a topic for about 15 hopper uh, shows yeah. in a row or something but listen to this uh in, in the midst of war okay when you are attacking a town and the war drags on, you must not cut down the trees with your axes. You may eat the fruit, but do not cut down the trees. Yeah. Are the trees your enemies that you should attack them? Yeah. Specific law in the middle of this section on war, do not cut down the trees. Yeah. Even in war. Right. They have to be there to continue bearing fruit exactly. and sustain life. Exactly. And even, uh, maybe you're in the land of your enemies. Yeah. Even the lives of your enemies after the war is over. That's right. There should be some charity there. And, There's something yeah. there. So maybe, so it may be, you know, maybe you could argue that it's uh, addressing specifically the lives of the enemy nation after war. But I think it's more than that. I think it's talking about taking care of creation. Yeah. That creation is not your enemy. Right. Don't make it your enemy. Right. And you have no right to cut down trees when there's no need to do that. I was always, it was interesting at the end of Jonah, you know, when God's telling Jonah about the great city of Nineveh. Yeah. Which Jonah hated. Yeah. You know, I mean, this was the, the imperial power of the day. Right. I mean, he yeah. hated these people. Oh, yeah. He didn't want them to be saved. He didn't want to, to go preach to them. But uh, part of what God says to Jonah is he says, this great city and, and all of their livestock as well. Right. Should I not care for them? Right. Uh, you know, it's it's like, oh, God cares about the cows. Yeah. He does. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's try to be more sustainable. Yeah. That that we do. We need to do better. Yeah. Okay. And I as we were talking here, my dog came and sat up next to me and okay. Very good. Pete, I care for you too. Why are you choking him though? <laughs> Um, I have seen some crazy uh, environmental kooks. Yeah, and some and, sure. Yeah, and some other people who uh, are so vehement in uh, opposing environmentalism. That yeah, there both are, sides. There's some. Both there's sides. Some there are some really crazy people. I remember hearing um, a story, several stories actually, about um, folks in San Francisco. So liberals, right? That uh, they want everyone to think that they are liberal, and 
uh, but they don't really care about the environment that much. And so they get solar panels and put them on their roof. No problem there. I think that's right. a great idea. Uh-huh. But they put them on the side of the roof that is the uh, away from the sun, but it's toward the road so their uh, neighbors can see yeah. <laughs> that they have solar hey, panels. Hey, look, I've got solar panels. I've got solar panels, but they put on the wrong they're side the of shade, the roof. They're in the I've shade, but I've got... Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, interestingly enough, um, not kooks, but people who are actually wanting to make money, uh, in, I know in Sacramento, California, mostly uh-huh. conservatives, they have solar panels, but they'll, they'll only get solar panels if they can be away from the road. Ah, uh, and in the sun, right. so that they can... Everyone's uh, making a political statement everyone, these days. Everybody's making yep. a political statement with these, yeah. It's, it's silly. I mean, it's really crazy. Yeah, it, if it provides you with energy... Oh, yeah. Yeah, what... I don't get I, it. I can't understand how anybody can be against solar panels in general, but the idea of, of like... It's like conspicuous consumption. It's it, it's yeah. costing them an enormous amount of money. Right, they're expensive. They're expensive, and if, and if you put them in on the, the shade... shade yeah. That's nuts. Just to show people that you are, you know, care about yeah. the environment when you actually don't. Yeah, look it's... how socially conscious I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those people need to be made fun of. Yeah, yeah. That's rough. Um, it's silly. It's yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I've I've seen people who have, uh, you know, kind of rebelled. Yeah. And they're they're trash. You know, they're we're gonna throw everything away. Yeah. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make more trash. Really? Um, yeah, it's just like you know these these liberals and their agenda of, of you know recycling. And, oh my goodness! Yeah, and and I remember thinking one of these days in the future they may be mining the, the landfills, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get resources back that oh we, my we've goodness exploited and used too much of. But yeah, um, you've also got folks who like drive. Uh, Hummers and stuff, these like almost tanks, like military vehicles. Big big vehicles. That are just like, just to drive around town or whatever. You're not hauling anything. I understand big vehicles, you know, tractor trailers. There's different things. You got to haul something, you're going to do something. Right. Or I'm a big guy. Sure. Okay. So that's something. Yeah. And so I bang my head on things all the time. I'm very uncomfortable in public transportation. I'm. The, all the counters are too low for me. It hurts sure. my back to you know to yeah, wash yeah, my yeah. hands to to do so dishes. You need a bigger, bigger vehicle. I want bigger stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But. I hear you. There's a point where it's like, this is not about me being comfortable. This is, I don't know what it's about. Is it a status? Is it? Is, I, it I have no idea. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy. I want, I like fuel efficiency. Sure. I don't want to spend oh, yeah. a lot of money at the gas pump. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, I, I love saving money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> don't Doesn't wanna... everybody? Yeah. No, but people, this is what I'm saying, that people are willing to spend money, liberals and conservatives on both sides of this issue, willing to spend like a stupid amount of money for no reason other than to pretend that they're actually in this camp it's really it's really nuts yeah yeah so you know i had twins yeah uh-huh. and we had talked about getting uh cloth diapers oh right yeah uh-huh. yeah and and we just could not do it sure um and we felt bad about that uh-huh. we did uh-huh. um we didn't want to put diapers in landfills sure um but then there, there's a lot of uh water that's used to clean these diapers. Sure, I mean, you sure. You got to think about the water conservation as well yes, and clean water. Yes. And uh, and we use a lot of water rather freely, openly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a big issue in the future. With oh, and in some places it already is. It already yeah. Is. Big time. Yeah. We need potable water. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so we we water our lawns with drinking water. Yeah. We flush our toilets with drinking water. Right. Um, you know we we clean. The cloth diapers in and drinking that's water. Good. That's not good. Um, 
we could use other water absolutely for a lot of different things you know? absolutely we could we could use what they call um you know brown water not not sewage but you know dirty <laughs> sure. water that lake water sure you can water your yard i recently saw cisterns off of, yeah. of a bathroom where the sink was in the top of the toilet tank so that when you ran the sink it the Whatever water went through the sink, you're brushing your teeth, you're shaving, whatever, mm-hmm. that or washing your hands, that fills up the toilet tank, and that's the water that's used to flush the toilet. I think that's a great design. Hmm. A great design. Interesting. It's like brown water, like you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you just, don't want to drink it. Right. Um, but it, it comes in as drinking water, but then instead of just going down the drain... Right. You, you're you, reusing you, it some, You can somehow. use toothpaste yeah. uh, water... Or right. soapy water to flush your toilet. That's fine. Yeah. And you can use water off your roof in a barrel to Absolutely. water your, your grass yeah. if you need to water yeah. your grass. I don't water my grass. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some things, you know, we need to keep having ideas, but I'm, there was this one idea that I'm not, I'm not there yet <laughs> that I heard about. Okay. It's uh, reusable uh, butt wipe cloths. Ah. To, to get rid of toilet paper. Oh, I see. Yeah, you get rid of toilet paper. A lot paper. of paper. Yeah, going <laughs> yes, down the drain. A lot of paper going down the drain, and that's so, and that's trees that are being cut down to uh-huh. make the paper, whatever. Right. So then, like cloth, cotton, that you wipe with, and then stick it in a bin, I guess. Nice. And then you wash it. Uh, yeah. Have wash it, I don't and then see dry me doing it, that. And then, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Hey, did you ever? Uh, did you ever have a diaper genie? Well, we didn't, we never had a little baby. Yeah, yeah. Sam was old, yeah. So um, we had a diaper genie. Someone okay. bought it for us. Yeah. And uh, and you put diapers in this uh-huh. this. It's a long tube of plastic. Yeah. I, and, I like know a plastic what you're bag. About. Yeah. You put it and you twist it so yeah. the plastic kind of seals it off. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you're not supposed to smell it. Right. After that, well, I mean, you you still kind of do. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> take the diaper genie out to the trash, and empty it. It would knock you over. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, got 20 diapers in there from the last 10 days, and it, it yeah. is brutal. Yeah, and um, especially and so, with twins. Yeah, so how do you, how do you, reusable toilet paper, what, you put it in know. a bin? I, I don't, I haven't used it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not the expert on that, but I saw a product that was being marketed that way, it had all different designs and, and stuff. And you clean it. Well, you, you put it in your washing machine? That's gross. I guess, washing machine, or maybe you wash it by hand, I don't know. So I'm gonna tell you a story. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was in, uh, when I, you know Tom Nelson and sure. did Bible Church. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I went to do that program uh, after college, and I went with four guys from my my school up in Virginia. Yeah. And we lived together, and yeah. we had a great time. Yeah. And, and it was fun. Um, one morning, now we we got up early in the morning to go to this uh, church. Okay. And. It, it was, I mean, 4.30 or so. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so it, no one else is out. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. Um, and we're driving to church. Okay. And oftentimes we cram into one car, all yeah. five guys. Okay. Uh, but th- sometimes we'd take two. Some guys would be ready earlier. Some yeah. would be running late, something like that. We left in two cars one morning about yeah. the same time. Sure. And I was in my friend's car, and I won't use his name. Uh, he, he doesn't like this story, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a fun story for him. You can tell me his name off the air. Yeah. <laughs> We're riding across town, and it, and one thing led to another where uh, someone kind of cut a corner to get in front of the car. Uh, oh, you, yeah, the two cars are in yeah, competition. Two, it it, it kind of started escalating until we were all out racing to church. Okay, yeah. Okay. 
in a discipleship program, and here we are racing, I mean, <laughs> speeding, running red lights, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. And uh, and right at the toward the end of the 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 route, there's a two lane road that that you can go pretty fast on. Okay, yeah. I think it's probably like a 25 mile hour, 35 mile hour sure. zone. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're going fast though. Yeah. And we're side 25. by side, and yeah. we're approaching the finish line here, which is the church. And we're trying to make a turn into the parking lot. Remember, this is dark. Yeah. There's dew in the grass. It's wet. Uh-huh. Um, and my friend is going way too fast. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat wondering, what is going to happen? What are we going to do? Yeah, is right. he going to go straight? Is he going to try to turn? We're going too fast. Yeah. He tries to turn, and we went over the curb <gasps> and through the grass yeah. right through the church sign. What? Right through the church sign. It was. It's a big sign. Yeah, a very large sign, and we went right between the two posts. Oh my goodness! The other car said it looked like we went through the finish line. Wow! Yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and the sign hit the the front of his car. Yeah, the windshield and the and the roof. Yeah, and it shot up in the air. <gasps> yeah, and it broke into pieces, uh-huh. and his car was dented. Sure. The windshield was cracked. The oh roof was dented. Yeah. He finally came to a complete stop after we had we had smashed the sign. We sat there in the darkness. Silent. Yeah. Just just absorbing what had just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're thinking, I'm sure he's thinking about what uh, the responsibility. This was a $4,000 sign. Yeah. Um, it was made of ridged cedar. Okay. Uh, it was a big sign. Yeah. And uh, we were poor. We were just right out of college. Uh-huh, we didn't right. have, he didn't have four grand. Um, and so <laughs> uh, he's overwhelmed. Sure, yeah. And I'm sitting there, and it, I'm just in shock. Yeah. We sit there for a long time in silence, right. just in shock. Then he slowly starts to pull through the grass and back onto the road. And at that point, I'm biting my tongue because uh-huh. I don't want to crack up laughing yeah, in front right. of him, but I'm dying. Of course. Yeah. So we finally parked, and he is beside himself. He's got to go in there and tell the, the, pastor, the pastor and the yeah. administrator what has happened, and he's going to, you know, doesn't have the money for this. He's got to... Right. And and he's been made fun of and all sure. that. So, you know, he doesn't he doesn't like this story. But I'll bet, yeah. But the other three guys, when we got together and he went into the room, we roared. Yeah, right. I mean, I've never laughed so hard in my life. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I was gasping for air. Our ribs, our stomach. Yeah. You know, um, he he busted this big church sign. Yeah, and then we uh, on the way to Bible study. On the way to Bible study, and it was hysterical. Yeah. Um, for him, not so much. But, you know, what we did is we, we gathered the pieces. We um, One guy from the program, he took some long screws and he put the pieces back together. Okay. Then I took it and I caulked the crack and I took a razor blade and I sliced off pieces of the ridge cedar that were longer than others and I yeah. glued them in place. Wow. And then I repainted the whole sign. Oh, my goodness. And I did this after, you know, I come home from work and I go out, it was out in our shed. Yeah. I go out in the shed and work on this thing for a couple hours. And, wow, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and it stayed there for a number of years until, you know, the clock eventually breaks down. And sure. It, but you could tell there was a, a, if you got next to the sign, you could see the big crack all the way across it. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that's, um, that's just a, a story of things getting out of control. Yeah. You know, it starts as fun. It starts, it feels pretty harmless and then it just escalates and escalates and then yeah. it ended in grand fashion. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the posts that hold that sign up are almost like big telephone poles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, one of them went so close to my side of the car, it clipped the mirror off. Mm. Um, and if you had hit one of those, yeah, it would have been, been bad. It would have been, been a really death. bad. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we were going. I don't know how fast we were going by the time we hit the sign, but it, it, we were out of control. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, I don't. Thinking back, it's it's sobering and also just still so funny. Yeah, I can see both of those for sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Hopper Podcast. What did we miss? What did we get wrong? Email us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to tell Willie about how his voice sounds like Bertha's belly rumble, yeah, you can email me at idontthinkso.com. Join us next week for The Hopper Podcast when we'll talk about feeding children fancy feast and telling them it's <laughs> I, I, are you serious well if you got a better idea for the hopper topic record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to the hopper podcast at gmail.com and you might hear your voice on a future episode do you know anyone else who would enjoy the hopper podcast tell them about it and give us a five-star review on apple podcast or your favorite podcasting app that helps others find the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is produced with the help of the BBC, the Bull Butter Corn Dogs.